0: It's a bit like we're both fans of action films, but I like Arnold films and you like Marvel, basically. <laughs> and I thought I'd throw that one in. Because of shit, you've said about forever. <laughs> I, I thought it was fair game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, up and welcome to the Temple of Black, episode
2: twenty-nine. You alright? Yeah, I'm not bad, man. I knew it was 29 this week because I saw that you put uh, 28 up, so I thought to me saying, uh-huh, it's 29 tonight.
1: Trevian, does that mean you actually <laughs> you actually listened to the podcast that you're on? <laughs> no.
2: <Nah. laughs> <laughs> you just coincidentally knew that 28 was up? No, I listened, to the first, I listened to like 10 minutes of the first five for vanity reasons and then I've, then I've stopped, although I do like listening to the um, start of it to see if I've made it on to the uh, beginning of show highlight reel.
1: <laughs> that, that honor last week belongs to Mr. Metalcore. <laughs> <coughs> I, I think
0: I've made it up. I've made it on most of them that I've appeared on, to be fair. So it's a beginner's courtesy. I'm, I'm trying to go on a run on a run here. <laughs>
1: How are you, Shab?
0: All right. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm not too bad. I've just been um, inundated with, with shit to do as I always am.
0: Yeah, still waiting on, um, still waiting on that feedback on my uh, bass mixing skills.
1: Oh yeah, for fuck's sake! I knew I had something to do.
0: Fuck yeah. Only, <laughs> only so, many, only so many times I can remind you before
1: it gets rude um, on, yeah, rude for me to say. You only sent it me two nights ago. Uh, yeah, that... <laughs> no, I'll do that straight after this. Fuck's sake! Fuck's sake! I've had all day, and I, kept, I told myself this morning I'd do it as well, bastard
0: uh to be fair i mean it doesn't sound that different to me but um i don't know, I don't know. i'm I not, i'm not knows. a great mixer it's not my uh, it's not my thing really
1: what have you been up to dave
2: Um, i have been on um that was that's what i did i went to a batman's house oh nice one which one yeah uh, Woolerton Hall went to Wayne Manor there, where they've got a deer running free, and the woman had it all on trying to hold me back because I thought if I can catch a deer, could I rear naked choke a deer and then eat it? Could you? I reckon it could. I reckon it could if it got it small enough, yeah, and you could get your arm around its throat and give it a good, Bleh! you know, be all right.
0: Uh, too fast.
2: Oh, if you think it, this is what I mean, if you oh, yeah. caught it though, it's fucked.
0: Yeah, I've never seen you run, but I think they're too fast for you. No, nah, I, I, I can't <laughs> run, man.
2: I, I, I plod. I seriously plod. I'm a plodder, yeah. but yeah. Oh,
0: yeah, it's not happening there.
2: No, nah, but I feel as though if I got close to the deer, I'd have a good go at it. <laughs> That's all the deer wants.
1: I <laughs> so, will tell. That's so all the
2: deer wants a good going at.
1: <laughs> um, did you do your so, assignment, Dave? Uh, our homework. Yeah. I I I did do my own work,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> Even I to
2: a bit of Periphery. I have been listening to a bit of Periphery. I have What's a positive the- I have a positive thing to say about one song by Periphery.
1: What was What was your homework, Dave? I can't remember what bands you were assigned.
2: I was assigned Periphery, and that was that was it. Was starting me off easy.
1: Oh, fair enough. Because I want you two to be friends, so I thought <laughs> maybe you should listen to
2: <laughs> each of those favorite music. bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so what do you? Okay. Give well, us? that's
1: that's not a good good
0: way to start off, probably, considering you know we both <laughs> admit we don't really like <laughs> each other's music,
2: so I don't see where that's going to go. It's the best way to start off.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: go on, give us the skinny
1: on on peripheral.
2: I'll give you the skinny on Periphery. It all fucking annoyed me, apart from Hell Below, which is like. Um, I described it as leached light. So it's like if leeched with the going, oh, let's have a bit of a soft day today. Well, we'll chill it out a bit. That's what Hell Below sounded like. All yeah, the rest that. of it was like, yeah, I get, I get your riff. I get your riff. Oh, look, it's high-pitched American Wingy man. Yeah, right, whatever, bye. Then the, the Hell Below came on. I'm like, all right, cool. You can string together a song. Fair enough, there's one on this album. I
0: mean, Hell Below is kind of a eight-string mess. So, uh it's the least melodic song of the fucking album. But, yeah. That's why I liked
2: it. <laughs> yes. That's
0: all you have to say about it. Then?
2: Pretty much, yeah. All
0: right, all right. Uh, well, I was gonna—I was gonna try and be positive about of math, but I guess I won't fucking bother now. <laughs> Go um, on, man. Well, I mean. Uh, I think you're a bit I think you're being a bit nitpicky like in the fa- in the sense that you know, they're, they're similar music. It's not like they're not worlds apart music that we listen to. They're not
2: to. worlds apart, no, no, no. I get that.
0: Um so, you know, it's not like offensive to me to listen to. It's not like you've assigned me a fucking pop album or something. You know, it's not like something that's just completely foreign to me as a listening experience. Like I'm listening to it and it's just yeah. You know, heavy distorted, distorted guitars and, and growling, man. I'm, mm-hmm. Not like, you know, it's not like a massive revelation to me, but at the same time, it, I, I already sort of knew what was, what was coming, you know mm. you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I had a pretty good idea of what it sounded like just from the, the fucking album cover. Of course um, you do. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was all right. I, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't hate it. Um, mm. What was
1: yours again? It was a Monomath, wasn't it? It was a Monomath Berserker album.
0: Yeah, which is a long album. I was like, fucking hell, like, Jesus. <laughs> 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 I, mean, I mean, to be fair, like, what I assigned to you, uh, there's two songs on there that are, like, what, eight minutes plus or something. Mm-hmm. So,
2: uh, yeah, um, what I did with it is I thought, you know what, I know I don't like metalcore, I know I don't like this sort of music so I'll, I'll give it a chance but at, at some point in the song when it starts really annoying me I'm going to turn it off because there can't be any redeeming features after that <laughs> right. so I think Hellawaitz or whatever it was No Hell Below sorry Hellawaitz is Slayer isn't it um, yeah Hell Below was the only one where I listened to it all the way through and went huh oh, it's alright mm.
0: well um, yeah well, th- well that's, the, that's the beauty of bands like Periphery is that there's there's some variety to the album. You know, there's <laughs> something, something for everyone sort of thing. Whereas Berserker is kind of, you know, 12 songs of fucking, you know, I don't know, sea shanty fucking music, basically. And,
2: and what's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, uh... There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's, you know, it's the same criticisms I have of a lot of metalcore albums that we've discussed like a million it times throughout the past few uh, episodes of this podcast where I like to have some some breathers, you know, some um, mm. slow it down, bring it back up, you know, some crescendos, some fall, some drops in the uh, – I don't know. I mean, yeah. It's But, yeah, it is a lot more digestible, to be fair, than uh, some metalcore albums, which – because I went on a bit of a architect, architect deep dive as well this week, as I was telling oh. Jim. and um, again, have it probably having listened to that album fifteen times now, all the way through, it it's, the same criticism still applies that it's very samey. And, like for that reason alone, I would never rate it as like the best metalcore album of all time, just because I think that's the first, that's the first sort of like stipulation Definitely. on there that's gonna, yeah, it's gonna just you know throw it out of contention for that kind of list. Um, mm. And this is this is the same kind of thing where um, you just get in varieties of the same ideas, but you know some ideas are better than others. So I mean, there were there were I listened to the whole thing like easily enough. I like I quite liked um, Valkyria. I think is how it's pronounced. Which is the fifth song on the album. Yes, um, that had a cool sort of uh, piano outro. Which uh, yeah. again, I like that sort of like carrying the metal, melody throughout the song and then. The yeah. outro was yeah. nice. Um, I liked the Berserker at Stamford Bridge.
2: Oh, yeah, Viking at Stamford Bridge. Yeah, that was a good one.
0: Which uh, has some cool sort of guitar melodies it's, in there. It's I mean, really, most of the album does. Yeah,
2: honest. that one's really different from Monomath because not because it, it's not like a traditional song. It's more like we're going to tell the tale of the Viking on Stamford Bridge, but to music, and it's yeah, it's good. I like that one.
0: Mm. Well, yeah, a lot of, a lot of the songs are telling the tale of fucking mythical preachers and shit so Mm -hmm. it's just a bit weird um i don't know the reasons we have different we have like i'd say we have like almost exactly the same taste in music but different reasons for listening to music which is why we listen to different bands probably quite possibly Uh, in that like when i'm sitting down i'm like oh yeah this is this is this pretty cool oh yeah i like this but then it feels weird when the guy's like singing about dragons and shit and you and you, <laughs> you you lie down like listen to music it's like oh it's a dragon's fucking tail and, <laughs> and you're a bit like this is just yes. a strange situation but <laughs> like, i'm sitting down listening to this like yes the dragon's <laughs> belly
2: which fafner's gold was in and then fafner had to cut the dragon up and to get the gold out of his belly what's, what's what are we not following here well i'm following it i just
0: i was just like it's a bit like we're both fans of action films, but I like Arnold films and you like Marvel, basically.
2: (laughs) And I thought I'd throw that one in. Shit you've said about periphery. I thought thought it was fair game. Oh, Oh, that's
1: that's,
2: that's not on that. And I was going to say something positive about the, uh, I could see the jazz influence in periphery, but fucking forget that now. (laughs)
0: Is it Hell Below that has the the jazz out sort of weird jazz outro? I think it is, isn't it. Yeah, it is. But, uh,
2: then other, so, but then other songs before they go full jazzy, you can hear it in the guitars and stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. All right, mm. I, didn't, I didn't
0: know this about them, so there we go. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> It's just it just feels a bit like it feels a bit <laughs> like where I don't know. Just, like it just felt like when you go to the cinema to watch a Marvel film, and like eventually I was just like, oh. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Like, how old am I right now? I, you know, I, I, just, I mean, the music is though. obviously, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, it's not like a, you know, end-all criticism. You cannot listen <sighs> to his music or anything. Yeah, you know, it has its place. Just like I don't know where where its place is in my personal music list because uh, but you don't have stuff. Go on. This is
2: the thing about all metalheads. It's like deep down, every metalhead's a fourteen-year-old Dungeons and Dragons nerd. It's mm. the degree to what you take it to. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's where I sort of try and distance myself yeah. from from yeah. the sort of metalhead community in a way.
1: See what you've uh, done, Jim. You see what you've done. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird because I, I don't really like. Yeah, uh, you know, I I prefer to just listen to the music and judge the the music, mm. you know, on its own merits and not really like have to, you know, uh, dress a certain way or associate with a certain subculture you know it's like that music you know what i mean um so that's that is usually what tends to put me off a lot of music but i mean i'll still listen to like i think as i was saying i don't know what like uh amon place would be in my music list because you know i listen to something like slipknot maybe for working out occasionally mm-hmm. but i'm not going to like really sit down and listen to it in my free mm. time, while I'm not doing anything, or I'm not going to call myself a fucking maggot, you know, it's mm. just that <laughs> side of thing just gets a bit,
2: yeah, cringy nah. See, my, my I'll, I'll get you my side of the cringy stuff, and where it gets cringy with the monomathies and other bands like that, and all these sort of like Viking themed bands, is and um, HRH Vikings is the worst offender for this sort of thing. You see people wandering around the place, you know, they've got long hair, they've got a beard, they've got this Viking garb on, but do they look as though they could pull an oar to save their life? Do they? fuck? <laughs> and that's when it's, it's, it's that LARPing thing I don't like about it, and it's one of these, words I like, think. Yeah. You're
1: not the best sort of writer for that though, day because you extend that logic to real life. I've seen <laughs> you in bars going, that and guy couldn't... Off. No, no, honestly, he's been in bars going, that fucker couldn't fill a child's T-shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, got that, idea that, that's that sort of the issue. I've never had that thought when I've gone to a periphery concert. I've never looked around and thought like, oh, this guy couldn't fucking chop wood or something like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is where you're, like, periphery and not a monomath.
0: But, but then, yeah, but then at the same time, if you see some, if you see some, like, really seen, uh, fucking, you know, I'm always going to, in yeah. the back of my mind, I'm going to be like, don't judge him. Don't judge this person. But I am judging them quietly.
2: Oh, no, uh, judge them fully. Judge them fully <laughs> until your friend next to you. It's fun.
0: Well, yeah, okay. I am known to do that. Um, it's just quiet to... It's just hard to like uh, whisper at a concert. You
2: know? Yeah, but but then this comes this comes back round to the thing of kind of like you know you you take your music seriously to a point, but then there's a point where you go yeah, whatever. It's like you know I'm like I fucking love Manowar, but a Manowar stupid. Yeah, hundred fucking percent. But mm. love them all the same. It's like I'm on a mask, do I like all the songs sort of thing. Yeah, is it cool that the singer's got his own? Um, is part of a company that does. Uh, replicas of like historic viking jewelry yes that's all very cool but could you sit down and go hey Johan Heg, what you do at times is a little bit silly and it probably go, yeah i know it is you know it's, it's one yeah. of them where it's no, like,
0: no. that's that's fair enough it's just it's not like again it's it's like the different reasons we have for listening mm. to music or whatever it's like generally mm. uh i just prefer my music to be like serious which is it's not like i'm not saying so, you know it's the music is a joke it's not a joke but you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's pretty on the nose serious um but then i don't know at the same time like periphery is a band uh as the members of i mean you're i'm like following misha mansoor and you know i don't think he actually listens to metal you know all his posts are about like watches he's been sent where he's reviewing watches and like putting a new exhaust on his fucking Porsche and stuff it's like it's very not metalhead like
2: it's, it's, it's rubbing it in your face he's like cheers bitches cheers for this yeah. watch cheers for yeah.
0: his Porsche yeah well I mean he owns like a fucking pedal guitar pedal company so. oh, right, and they're, okay. they're all doing things on the side aren't they I don't know yeah. if that's the full sort of thing, I was yeah. going to say leave
2: no money from periphery that's yeah. Why. Well, it's yeah, like Johan well, yeah. like Hegg peddling Viking tat to make ends meet in uh, it's like, <laughs> I've got to yeah. in now, I've got a flog on this
0: stuff. <laughs> I don't know how many pies he's got his hand in, but um, I remember an article a few years ago where it was an interview and he was saying like, our oh, music doesn't make you any money. And the, just the amount of like comments on that about him complaining about music, you know, because he, he still owned a Lamborghini at the time then. Um, and people are fucking pissed off about that. The guy from uh, Animals as Leaders, is, I think he has a, a Lamborghini. They always go out fucking racing in the bloody Hollywood... Well, not Hollywood Hills, because I think they live in Texas, but you get my point. It's, pretty, <laughs> Hollywood Hills of it's Texas. pretty fucking upper-class uh sort of hobby. It's a bit weird. It's not like what you associate with classic metal, anyway. No. Nah. Um
2: uh, well, it's, uh, I always I always bring the uh, thing of this, the best example of this is um, Fenris from Dark Thought, from the drummer of like one of the most influential black metal bands of all time, still works in the post office.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> still works in the post office.
1: And we knew um, Amish from My Dying Bride. He was hmm. a, a porter in uh, St. Jimmy's Hospital, wasn't he?
2: Oh, is he still doing that, is he? I
1: don't know if he's still doing it. When uh, when he was in My Dying Bride, that's
2: what he was doing. Pretty, it's pretty sound job though for my dying bride. In it, it's like what yeah. to do. What to do when you're not in my dying bride wheels, sick and dying people around. All right, cool. <laughs>
0: the uh, the guitarist from you know, for a friend, I think he works at in a guitar shop in London now. Uh, so I like to I like to meet him one day because he's he's written some sick riffs over the years.
1: Speaking of which, cool. your hot take from last week, I listened a bit more to the first. Feel for a friend album. I'm like, actually, I'm in agreement with your hot take.
0: What casually dressed?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That is that's definitely. It sits between like ours and then their first two EPs, which is more like what I would consider metalcore. So chronologically, it's it sits there as well. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, chronologically, it sits there, and then also in terms of the sound, it, that was where they were. They were as, as, like, as a reminder
1: of the hot take, what you were saying was like Killswitch Engage gets. Branded as a metalcore band, hmm. but Feel for a Friend gets branded as like an emo post hardcore band. And really, they're probably they're quite they're quite similar, probably yeah. strikingly similar.
0: Yeah, in terms of riffage and in terms of where they both started off, we're talking like 2001, 2002, and the kind of sounds they were coming out with, it's like very similar. And then uh, maybe maybe the record label was partly responsible for a bit of the direction that Feel for a Friend decided to take. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, You've got to grow your fringe, and you've got to like write some songs that are a bit more post-hardcore because that's what's hot at the moment, as opposed to sort of an American brand of metalcore. Um, that might be what's responsible for that sound in the first album, mm. because it's a little bit different from the from the EPs. But they've always been using these like metalcore riffs, which um, you know that was right right at the the origin of that kind of sound. So that's why you know. Uh, I said it's a little bit unfair, or a little bit strange to like
1: put them in different categories. The, yeah, well
0: the, well, the fact that the metalcore, you know, label has never even been associated with them, like ever, on from what I can see, it's just a bit strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that that was so that was uh, so yeah, Berserker. It was alright, but uh, it's probably not what I'm going to continue listening listen to.
1: The future. <laughs> do you want to have a do you want to have a, st- a second stab at this, or is it too painful?
0: A second stab at listen to it again.
1: No, no, I'll listen to another one. Like um, <laughs> if if you didn't like Periphery, Dave, you would like.
0: uh well, I was being kind of kind with Periphery. It's like a you know, it's technical progressive metal. Really, it's not metalcore. So I was thinking, like you know, the stuff to to take out of this, uh, and there's all sorts of there's you know, different sounds in there. So um, you might not like it overall, but there's going to be things you will like in there. Whereas, yeah, you know, I could name you a bit more of a scene metalcore, and it's just like, I know you're not going to like anything out of this because, <laughs> I mean, you know what it sounds like, and I know what your your music sounds like. So, oh, man, know, man, things...
2: it, I'm thinking of the exact same thing for you, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, what, you want? You you just want me to straight up name you something you're going to hate?
2: Uh, yeah, go on, then.
0: Well, it'll fucking have to be attack, attack then, wouldn't it?
2: Right, okay, attack, attack. Um, my choice for you is a Panzer Division Marduk by Marduk. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's another thing you're gonna to have to write on in the uh, in WhatsApp.
2: Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, I'll send
1: the uh, I'll send the thing. <laughs> really we can um, Does anyone oh. have any any news for us today? I've kind of, I know I swore off it last week, but on the, on the basis that. <laughs> Sometimes people have things they want to bring to the table.
0: Mm. Well, there's the the update on that article that I brought up about the little Nas X, oh, yeah. you know, with the fucking uh, Satanist shoes. In uh, that Nike managed to successfully sue him, but he, you know, the shoes sold out in like less than a minute or whatever, and he's. I think they've all been dispatched, all 666 pairs. So I don't know where that's going to lead. uh, but that's what just a little them closer to Uh well he's just he's just taken some fucking nike shoes and put a pentagram on it any so basically the, the issue is that nike have not approved of this right it's so it's of,
1: an ip yeah. infringement
0: well yeah they don't want they don't want people to think that they've approved of this like satanist
1: so they'll image, so I don't know. they'll they'll sue him for damage to the brand yeah, and lost earnings as a result, as well as an IP infringement. So I have to give up, yeah. get back all the money that
2: he made from it, plus probably mm. a bit more for damaging the brand. Oh yeah, but how much is he going to make him fucking publicity? I mean,
1: exactly. Yeah. I've now heard of him.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Were yeah, they making probably. pennies? Fuck no. But yeah, you know. mm. yeah. That's probably the reason for it. Did you see
0: that uh, that meme I sent you about Nike suing yep. for claiming that only one it contains only one drop of blood? I can't believe we <laughs> didn't think of that at the time. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, there probably was far, far less child labour involved in his shoes, wasn't
0: there? <laughs> yeah, he probably just glued him the pentagram on himself. <laughs> just spent a totally
1: day
2: glue it on, just spat at it, and there. Yeah, there you go.
1: My favourite meme of this week was um, it's not a meme. Was the hard times? Obviously, it's the best fucking Instagram account. It was um, Oakley Doakley a sceptical that Homer themed metal band are going to return their gear? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh... It anyway. keeps on giving that page.
1: It is. It is. It's just unstoppable. Right. Um. by way of feature, I didn't really have. I didn't have much, but I. I got thinking because I was editing the the Cannibal Corpse interview that went out last week, and um, I was listening to the brew the Bru- How did um, how do you pronounce it? Well, pr- eh, br- huh?
2: Brujeria. What the uh the uh what is it? A Mexican gang lord metal band apparently that's just a load of death metal guys having a laugh
1: yeah pretty yeah, much yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Meat Meat podcast with with dino on on that and um obviously with cannibal corpse there's that their front cover the covers of their albums are obviously a lot of them are contentious and sometimes mm. they've been banned from, from playing in countries for having obscene lyrics and things like that mm-hmm. similarly uh the rehira ob- uh, debut Album has a severed head on the on the cover. So as mm, such, yeah, it does wrote runner, it, Yeah, yeah Roadrunner printed a print day, like a, like a black a black sleeve to, for it all to go in, so it could go to the shops. So it just got me thinking. Like that was like back in the nineties,
2: mm. and
1: when measures were taken to effectively censor certain aspects up until point of sale, right. Mm. That doesn't happen anymore, does it? I'm trying to think, like, what, what has to happen... In the, in the spirit of that, those two things happening in the last week that I've been working on, and secondly, Shab's fucking, you know, contentious character of the week.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, what... We can... Can't, people get cancelled, Yeah, I guess, but has the music ever cancelled as, as a result of it? Because no one stopped Lost Profits from existing
2: no, right no. after
1: the Watkins thing. It was very much, like, just out of...
2: Effectively, don't play,
1: don't play lost profits. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no one plays lost profits anymore as a result of all that shit. But what, what I'm saying is, no one stopped shipping lost profits, and no one stopped... Nah. like if you could put, you could find them on Spotify, they won't be wiped out of existence. Whereas Cannibal Corpse were banned in Germany. um Mahiria ended up with like the black sleeve, like measures being taken to sort of mitigate the damaging qualities of their music or their product. Yeah. So I'm just trying to try to unpack like what's happened these these days why is it like that these days i'm not quite sure why it seems to be more i don't know i don't know i don't want to i don't want to come away with a sweeping statement of it seems to be the individual that is addressed as opposed to the brand of the product right
2: it, it if, is in a way, but then other ways, people get tarred with that brush, don't they? Because it's like, if we take the Lost Prophets example, they try to start a band that was Lost Prophets without Ian Watkins, and it went absolutely nowhere because they were still tainted with that
1: brush. there no chance that it was just shit.
2: There could have been, but it's still, it's like, oh, do you want to check out that band that, you know, it's Lost profits without Ian Watkins? It's like, ooh, mm, they're not good. Oh,
1: I don't know. No, do like that. the Ask LA Dying singer, they they did end of the band, didn't they? The Azalea Dying Lads, the ones who weren't whatever his name is.
0: Mm. Well, they are still continuing as a band, is it?
1: They are now, yeah, but for a time they'd had a non-Azalea Dying Band while Tim Lambesis, is it? Assume,
2: yeah. mm.
1: is, was in jail. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's what I'm saying. No, no, one, no one gave it a second mm. glance. It was fine.
2: Mm. But I think it, I think it all depends what the fan base is because we're coming back to the uh, black metal thing where you've got um, Mayhem where it was uh, Count Grishnak killed Hieronymus, went to jail for murder while he was in jail he made a couple of albums, released them, and now he's out and now he's releasing albums and all the rest of it and stuff under Burzum and everyone's everyone's fine with it, you know.
0: Well, when you first asked this question, you were just like, what, what, what gets music? Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about, I wasn't thinking about like album covers or, you know, the context in which they were released, just thinking, you know, the content itself, like music, music wise. And, you know, so I was struggling to think of anything that I'm really familiar with musically, what gets something banned. The only, you know, the only examples I could find were over the years, BBC has um, censored a lot of stuff. Um, You know, like Beatles, they've they've, um, banned a few Beatles songs in the 60s because they were talking about drugs. Uh So, I guess traditionally, you know, mention talking about drugs will get music banned.
2: Uh, Uh, It it depends from what channel because you're always going to find it, aren't you? When things are banned, you can always find them. It's like prepare the bleep machine, Jim. It's like um, anal still exists as a grindcore band. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they they exist as abandoned stuff, and their and their lyrics are all Yeah, they're taking their piss, but it's all just fucking. It's all just gross out music, you know. There's the entire genre of porno grind, which is grindcore, which is about sick shit.
0: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't think lyrically. I think it's pretty difficult lyrically to get yourself banned these yeah. days. Uh, yeah, you're going to get censored because of oh, yeah. like swearing if it's if it's a popular, quite a popular song, like when. um Killing in the name of was mm. number one in like what was it 2011 or something? Christmas mm. number one, they had to censor got that. Yeah, so you know, there's, there's obvious staples that are just always going to get censored, mm. but banned outright is a little bit. I mean, obviously, music in Iran gets banned, as we mm. know, for the reasons we touched upon last mm. week, I believe. Um, and in Iran, you sort of have to get you have to apply for. Uh, like a license to be able to release music publicly. Mm. Um, so, and generally, you know, it can't be something that is considered blasphemous. Yeah. Uh, so, it's not even get banned. Really, it's getting like, you know, blocked from the very mm. from its very origin. So, uh, yeah. this it sort of depends on the, on the country in that respect as well. Mm. Uh, blasphemous stuff in certain countries is going to get banned, isn't it? But true. Mm. Um, Just an update on on
1: the Lost Prophets thing. So the band's called No Devotion. Mm. Great. They rallied around and came up with an album in 2015, but they've been inactive since then. But as Mm. of the other year, signed to Velocity Records and started on a follow up. Mm. So I guess that is still going in some some capacity. Sorry, Sean.
2: Have you heard of them though? Oh, no, I haven't
1: heard them. So to to your point, you're right. I, I, I don't believe it's because of the. I don't believe that's a. Byproduct of the Ian Watkins stuff, I think that was just because it's not been well, worked if, on.
0: If, well, right. if you want to talk about, uh, well, I, I uh, mentioned Johnny Craig before. You know, the guy has been in various bands, Dance Kevin, Dance, Emo, or Slaves. Um, he was
1: in Exile himself. Uh,
0: no, he got he got kicked out for like going back to California to, to take heroin instead of meeting the lads to go on a fucking tour of Europe, basically. That's why he got kicked out of the band. But they were just yeah. about to release their album in uh, 2019, I think. Uh, Beautiful Death, it's called. And that was going to, you know, that's that's a song full of bangers, basically. That's an album, rather. Full of bangers, basically. That would have got a pretty wide release. I can't remember what the record label was. But just a few weeks before the uh, intended release date, there were some allegations about him uh, you know, assaulting, sexually assaulting fans or harassing fans or whatever over the years at concerts, and uh, the label dropped them. Another really tiny label picked up the album, which was already obviously complete and just released it digitally. And you know, it didn't get anywhere near as much exposure. It wasn't possible to buy it physically. Possibly just a few copies in in American. Outside of that, you wouldn't have been able to buy it physically. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's an example of, you know. Nothing to do with the content, just to do with the the singer uh wherein the album basically loses a lot of the exposure it was going to get it was it was you know it was suppressed by the record label essentially because of that
1: right
0: so you were talking about like lost profits music being you know banned or like thrown in the wayside well that this is an example of that basically that's what comes to mind when yeah. you talk about that.
1: Maybe like the markets are wising up to like if, if you do ban a cover or you ban a particular aspect of a of a record or you ban the lyrics or something, then they've clocked on that that's what's gonna make it sell.
2: Mm. Well the, if it's for the wrong reasons,
1: then it's a really bad move.
2: Yeah, but they should have clocked on that with the parental advisory stickers when they got whacked on in the eighties, didn't they? Because what did they do? Any kid that sees some that says parental advisory explicit content, you buy it, don't you? It's not yeah, yeah. what it is. Hmm. So you know why there's that um, uh, film production company called Vipco and they only released films that were banned in um, like the 70s and 80s and stuff and people buy them because they were banned. You don't care what the film is, it was banned so it must be, you know, something fucking gross or sick or weird and you go and watch it because that's what you want to watch. Yeah, yeah you like, to really seek it out it's the, it's the same with music if someone says oh in, I, I still do it these days if someone goes oh this band got into trouble with so and so so and so you go let's, let's have a bit of a check of them out let's, let's see what well, the big fuss is about sometimes it's no you know like, this is shit and sometimes it's like, eh, alright
0: just looking at a Reddit thread that says did you steal system of a down steal this album <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out if that ever <laughs> had any controversy or not um uh, I guess that's the kind of thing that's obviously encouraging. Uh, you know, that, I can imagine that being, you know, yeah. having a black label put over it at a Walmart and shit. Mm. Top comments are just like, I burnt copies of it and distributed amongst my friends in 10th grade.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That? that was down to like a label dispute, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yes. You're right about that.
2: I wasn't them making a making a statement like we don't care, Nicky, it's fine.
1: Well, it it was because of the label dispute.
2: Yeah, but it's not a System of Down doing. You know, like you could imagine Rage Against the Machine saying that, like you know, we 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 don't care, musical comrades, steal this album. We we don't care about money. You know, you can imagine Rage saying that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but I think that is exactly what they were saying because they just didn't want the label to make any money off that record. Yeah.
0: So, uh, there's a comment here saying I thought it was a reference to the fact that someone leaked a bunch of those songs to the internet when they were only ideas for Toxicity. The band wasn't happy with the fact that Unfinished songs leaked and finished the songs and released. Um, it's been a long time since i read about it. Might be rocking the details. Someone else has replied it was this. I remember downloading those leaked songs and burning a CD with them. Um, so I guess they were annoyed about that. That's happened a few times to different bands I've listened to. This just scrapped entire albums because they got leaked.
1: Love to see some of those. I remember like American Idiot was not American Idiot before American Idiot and it got nicked. (laughs) Right. And I would love to see what direction Green Day were going before they took the uh, tumultuous step down political punk, which was just dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there's a version out there where Green Day are fun.
2: (laughs) <laughs> where, where they're still releasing albums where it's monkeys throwing poo at each other and going, what do the people like? They like monkeys throwing poo at each other. Yeah, that's right. Fuck Bush. That's what this album's going to be called.
0: <laughs> well, that, that made him a shitload of money, so... Yeah. Uh,
2: wasn't,
0: wasn't the worst idea.
2: Yeah, it all depends what your principles are, though, do not it? <laughs> oh, it's trendy to hate this guy. Yeah, let's make a load of cash off of it. Now, do monkeys throwing poo. I don't know, like, I
1: don't know. I'm not going to fucking talk about Green Day. I'm just not going to fucking do it.
2: We shall vow never to talk about Green Day on the podcast again.
1: No, it's it's, all right. I'll talk a bit about Green Day. It's just that imagine, because it was like. didn't take much convincing, did it? (laughs) No, I'll I'll be very, very, very brief. It's just, I think there's the stand to make as much money from the American idiot as they would have done Sorry, I reckon they would have stood to have made as much money just being a good fun punk pop punk band mm. as they would have done from being mm. a political American idiot. Yeah, but well,
2: this this is what I say. It's like what they did with the monkey sawing poo. Fourth time I've said that now. Uh, what they did with that stuff was good. I don't
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, what makes you think they would have they would have stood to make as much money? Because surely that that that's what really put them in the limelight and what made them so much money. That that, that change in sound, as far as I am aware, because they were a fun pop punk band before that.
1: So mm-hmm. I think, cause there isn't any. I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking of that space, like mid 2000s, and there wasn't any fun pop punk. Blink 182 had turned emo. So that whole like, <laughs> yeah, they did though. That, that entire like that entire like Tony Hawk, CKY kind of yeah, yeah, jackass yeah, yeah. areas. It was dying out. Green Day was still like silly.
2: Yeah, the the Osmonds were serious. I'm,
1: ta- I'm talking like between 2003 and 2005. That's that kind right. of. Well,
0: we've got we've got you got Phoenix TX. Fun, mm. fun at times you got like Feeble Wiener um, Some 41 was sort of weird funny I don't know
1: no because they, even they'd gone from not in a bad way it, their stuff was still good but they went like more metal didn't they mm. Mm. yeah
2: they well, did go more Iron Maiden as the albums progressed didn't
1: they yeah it's
0: not like I'm an expert in comedic <laughs> pop punk bands <laughs> from the early 2000s but there are definitely a few in there Feeble Wiener is my King top pick for that
2: Mr. Skate well, Punk's here. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It was like you know, there was like um, you know, NoFX and bands like that. They've stuck to they've stuck to what they've done. But I suppose ah, NoFX were fun, but they've always been vaguely political as well, so they're not a good example. Are they? Less than and Jake. I think, that, that, I think the point is like Green Day were like
1: the major one. They were the ones that like you'd listen to Green Day, then you'd listen to NoFX, you'd listen to Green Day, then you'd listen to Less Than Jake. That's that mm. they were your in. They were mm. the in for that kind of scene, but. um, it just didn't become a factor anymore once they decided. Actually, let's do a, a bush album.
0: Mm. Real big fish,
2: different beast yeah. in it. <laughs> different, but now we're going scar. Now, man, now we're going scar. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, but that—that was basically considered pop punk back then, wasn't it? It was a different time.
2: It was always scar. It was always ska. Mm. scar. Tell, tell Karang that. <laughs> 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 Ugh, karang.
1: I had to cram that. They did some cracking cover albums. And the remastered Master of Puppets one's fucking brilliant. Mm. In my uh, opinion.
2: In your opinion.
0: Any uh, new music you've been listening to this week, by the way?
1: Oh, I've, I've, I have somehow stumbled upon... Um, you're not going to like this, just, No, is it? obviously. <laughs> stumbled upon uh, Luca Turilli. Luca Cirilli was one of the main contributors to Rhapsody um, and turns out he had a solo career All right. prior prior to Rhapsody and it's just pure fucking it's pure old Rhapsody so I listened to King of the Nordic Twilight <laughs> which is the first album from 1999 it's fucking, it's ace mm.
2: I'd recommend it to anyone with a soul <laughs> <laughs> King of the Nordic Twilight go on, I'll add that to the uh, playlist, go on then
0: I've already got my homework. I'm not fucking doing nothing more than that.
2: <laughs> oh, Jim, that album cover. That album cover, mate. Oh, it's good, isn't it? That album cover's amazing. Describe what you're seeing to Shav. Um, well, well, Shab, I'm I'm seeing another Ron Seal album here. What I'm seeing is I'm seeing, a, <laughs> I'm seeing a, a snow-capped scene to which there's a Conan-like figure with a wolf on a snowy mountain blasting fire out of a sword into space, and you can see the planets. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is this is you know like those um, market stalls that exclusively sell T-shirts with wolves on them. Oh yeah, it's one of them, man. Uh, it's oh, one, it's of, one them. of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got uh, what the, you mean. They are,
2: they are known as shitters, and there's an entire subculture where you go around spotting them. <laughs> uh, it's a Facebook page called Shite Metal T-Shirt Top Trumps. Hours of fun, especially when you do it, especially when you find them out in the wild.
0: <laughs> uh, Stuart used to uh, buy me them. I like. Ironically, for my birthday, for about three years in a row, <laughs> I just have to wear them as pajamas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amazing! All right. Uh, um, I've I've been listening to um, Anzat, that band that I've been banging on about. Uh, for you, men, and gaze into the sun. I've sat down with the full album, and the full album shit up. What are they called again? Anzat. So it's A-N-T-Z-A-A-T double A T.
1: Right the fuck is that all you've been
2: listening to then yeah that, I'm, I'm repeat- that and the who is the Mongolian who because fucking love them
0: Anza is an old Dutch word that means to be hostile and hateful of
2: course it is yeah of course it is
1: <laughs> what is on upcoming albums which is kind of funny or sounds good Powerwolf Powerwolf are bringing out a new album in June Liz well, Bailey's got one, <laughs> as well as do Primal oh, uh, Fear. Yeah. Primal Fear are back. We're back. What the fuck? Are Primal
2: Fear
1: doing that? Primal Pral- Fear was a. Um... Hold up. hold the fucking phone. No, I'm full of shit. I'm I'm certain that um, what's it? Who's the guy? Sorry, shit, what's his name? Tim Ripper Owens. I'm sure oh. he, had a, uh, he had a. He had a. He had a band called uh, Primal Fear that supported Anthrax in. 2006.
2: Primal Fear were a band. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, Primal, what's this? Primal Fear released new single. Although that was that was posted on April first, so can we be? Can we? Can we be
1: certain? I don't know. I need to find. Yeah, I think you can.
0: Primal Fear confirmed. Metal Hammer. Paradise. Yeah. Tim Ripper
1: Owens, give me my Tim Ripper Owens. Beyond Fear, that's what he was in. Sorry. Um, Sorry, lads.
0: Right. So, so what? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, as I told you, I, I listened to um, this relatively new Attila single. Okay. But either of you heard of the band Attila?
2: I've heard, I've heard of. of them, yeah, but not heard them.
0: They're, they're, they're what I call uh, Chad Metalcore.
2: Chad Metalcore.
0: <laughs> so so it's not something I really listen to, but... Uh, I was telling, I was telling Jim like, oh yeah, this new this new song's all right. Just, I just look him up, look them up, see what they're about. Fucking yes, uh, so drummer's just been kicked out for alleged. Well,
2: oh, f- so boxing. the one of them, are there. You're, br- you're bringing this lot into our mix uh, again, chef.
0: I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not bringing it, in. it just keeps fucking happening. Doesn't
2: it? <laughs> it keeps happening in your patch, man. <laughs>
0: Every well, band I fucking listen to.
2: I type in um, Attila into um into Google, and obviously you get the good Attila, which was Attila the home.
0: Uh The new song's called Clarity. Uh, which has got this sort of, like, France-core hybrid Oh, God, they all intro. look about
2: 12. Apart from the one who doesn't look 12. Is the one who doesn't look 12 the one who's been allegedly doing the, uh, you know?
0: No, I don't think so. What, the one with tattoos all over his head. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, no 12-year-old's got that, have they? Well, um,
2: they, they, they do a 3 in metal
0: metalcore band. <laughs> yeah, the a lot of the comments are, like, praising the chorus, and I notice the chorus is, like, really new-metally. And I think that trend sort of explains the, uh, the mo- this new movement in metalcore. Like, it's, it's new metal. Like There's a sort of new new metalism that's been, um, you know, coming up, rising in popularity over the past few years. I don't know if you noticed that, cause it's more in, like, the metalcore post-hardcore scene where they start throwing rappers into their songs a little bit or, like, yeah. R&B-influenced vocals or... Just sort of uh, that yelly sound you associate with new metal, two mm. thousands, and uh, I think that's why I, I don't like modern metalcore. I think that is actually the explanation for it.
1: It's I mean, you're right about the new metal nostalgia. That seems to be mm. a thing, but I, I haven't uh, I haven't listened to it, so I have no fucking clue.
0: There was a there was a band called. Issues which were like R and B core that I used to listen to, um, because the singer was basically an R and B singer, um, so, so, singing so, over like so, signed to time. the
1: same label as the new uh, as No diversion from Lost Prophets. Mm.
2: There's
1: there's your issues we're coming full circle. That's there you go. Know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Well, and well, that
0: R and B singer just been kicked out recently for some allegations made against him. So we're re- we really are coming full circle once again. Good God. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they they started getting. Like given the new metal label, new new metal a few years ago, and they were like embracing it happily. And I was like, "Has the world gone fucking mad?" But we'd <laughs> left <laughs> this in the past. Mm, mm.
2: See, so th- I think this is something we can agree on, Shab, about new metal as a place, and it should stay there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Which is
2: why Five Finger Death Punch mystify me as to why they still exist or why they exist in the first place. <laughs>
0: There isn't, there isn't even like a defining sound necessarily for new metal. It's just whatever was shit nah. during the 2000s and was on Koran.
2: <laughs> but we all loved it though, that's the thing. We all loved yeah. it. Stuff from that, it's like I've said, I will I will sit there with some like shirt on of like some unknown band that's got about, you know, 20 fans and you can't read the logo and everything. Break stuff comes on. I'm in the middle of that dance floor. I don't care.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
2: <laughs> I remember where it come from, so yeah. That's
0: true, but I, I don't know if I've, get on the dance floor if they start playing P.O.D. or something.
2: Oh, fucking
1: Evan is an half-pipe, man, of
2: course you would <laughs> O.P.M., not
0: P.O.D. Yeah, that's O.P.M. Oh, I feel so alive. Yeah,
2: but that's because that's a crap song, whereas Evan is an halfpipe pipe is a brilliant song.
0: Yeah, well, you see the difference in the sound there. I don't know what the defining fucking characteristic of new metal is. Uh, what, who, who sung that song... Um come lady, my lady you'll meet
2: what is it Sugar Ray <laughs> <No one. laughs> yeah it's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. not Sugar Ray is it no it's not Sugar Ray, it's Crazy Sugar's Town
0: ah, okay.
2: it's Crazy Town Sugar Ray was um, Halo. every morning there's a heartache that was Sugar Ray wasn't
1: it Sugar Ray was great yeah and it wasn't New Mel so it was fine
0: <laughs> who did Sugar what did Sugar Ray say
1: Everyone is There's a thing. hanging from the corner oh, of can't. my girlfriend's got <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> God, that brings back memories. I hadn't
1: heard that in forever. Yeah. It's a tune, man. Yeah. There Fucking hell,
2: some... Sugar Ray is still going. Yeah. Never went away. Nope.
1: Oh, Just in Hang on, no, I should check. I should do my um, once yearly check on Hot Action Cop to see if we got another there album out. Now. <laughs> um.
2: Fuck.
0: <clears throat> Let me just dive into my music folders and try and find like some folder I specifically made of like teenage rock. <laughs> that
1: you clearly made. <laughs> yeah. So no, they no, did a uh, Hot Action Cop had had the Hot Action Cop album in two thousand three, and then Listen Up in two thousand fourteen, which is fine. I'm um, happy to support my boys.
2: Yeah, um, that's that's cool. But um, also, just looking at similar bands, uh, Crazy Town had an album out in 2015. Fucking now! <laughs> Great.
1: Who paid
0: for that?
2: I think they've got two albums to the name, which is The Gift of the Game, which is the one that Butterfly was on, and then the one in 2015. Yep. 16 years between albums.
1: You know, it really blew me away. The Baja Men. <laughs> I'm like proper... To, for for a start, right? Guess how long they've been about. I don't know. So, Who Were Like the Dogs That came out in 2000? So, it makes you think, yeah, they've been around since 1995 or something like that. Now yeah. they've been around since
2: 1977. Wow. Jesus. Is, it, is it still all the same folk in them?
1: Uh, da, 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 let's fucking find out. No, there's quite a uh quite a lot of um uh it's like a revolving door. In fact, the current singer um who is responsible for the hit song Who Let the Dogs Out was born in nineteen seventy seven. Oh, uh, okay. So he certainly he certainly wasn't in the band then.
0: <laughs> Speaking of these bands that are pretty objectively shit, but we share some <laughs> nostalgia for um <laughs> There was there was a there was a, uh, there was a like little topic I was going to bring up like uh, you know and I said, but I think we could possibly save it for next week I just bring it mm-hmm. up now and you can it's not it's nothing it's not that tedious homework you know because it's not like listening to fucking Viking metal for two hours straight oh no, you, no, not, you know nothing you know Snow you know nothing
2: um,
0: it's basically uh, what is your like guilty pleasure music bands songs etc
1: you know what man. I've I've started like realizing that pop punk and sort of emo and things like that. um, I'm like, I sit in that weird demographic where I really like the singles, but I don't like anything else. Like I'll listen to my chemical romance singles all the way, Mm. but I just don't like the albums. I don't know what it is.
0: Yeah. That's the same. I'm I'm the same. Actually. I listen to like the singles. I think there's like, you know, some depth and poignancy to those songs, but yeah, Uh, it's, it's, it's too, too try hard to go and, Start downloading the album or something and listening to that. I've
1: tried. I've like After oh, to Sweet Revenge meant to be a really killer album. Blah blah blah. The Black Parade is meant to be like holistically really good. And then I listen to them, like, ah oh, no, this doesn't have any flow. Just put on the big songs. Yeah, I remember from the Zuba, and then mm. we'll roll with it. I agree with that. Well, well yeah, so uh, go on. Yeah, you can, your guilty you pleasure. Can, you can
0: go. Well, I'm not. I don't. I think there's uh, a lot to discuss in yeah, this I topic. Think I think we should leave some, that. Of, yeah. You know, get get some get a list going and uh, see what we come up with. You know, stuff that you listen to to this day, stuff that's new releases even.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. How are we doing? Do you want to to ring us out, Dave? Yeah,
2: we can ring us out. Why the hell not? So we are on social media, on everything at Temple of Blair. Jim's at Robert jet, like um, Boba Fett, but not. (laughs) (laughs) Shub, I don't know. You're obviously not going to have to speak for a while now.
0: Uh, uh, whatever, I'm on youtube.com slash the final cut Which is mainly just cover couple of videos But we'll see what happens in the future
2: Cool, and I'm on absolutely nothing So that's ble for now <laughs> Shiggity shiggity shwa.